Welcome to Playmakers, everyone. I'm Haley Elwood. It's week 16, and the Los Angeles Chargers will travel to Houston to take on the Texans. So joining me to break down the Bolts opponent this week is Sarah Barshop from ESPN. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Thanks for having me. So the Texans are coming off a big win in week 15 against the Jacksonville Jaguars, but they're 3-11 and right now. What is their mindset as they head into sort of these final games of the 2021 season? You know, that's actually something we've kind of been asking all year because they started off with a win in the season opener. They didn't win a game again until after the bye week. And this is, I'm sure, the mantra for every NFL team, but it really is one win at a time, one week at a time. And I think that's easy to say when you're winning. I think when you're losing, it's a little bit harder. Um, But again, even after they won, you know, for fans, the team wants to win every single game for fans. It's like, well, could have had the number one pick, right? But you talk to the guys in the locker room and it's no, we're so happy we won that game. Now we want to to finish the season on a strong note. So getting to the quarterback, rookie Davis Mills, that was the first win of his career. He has now taken the reins of this starting job. We're not going to get the Tyrod Taylor, Justin Herbert matchup this week, but what has Mills shown as of late? I think growth, which is so important because he was a third round pick when he came in for Tyrod Taylor in week two, he was never going to, I mean, he was thrown in the fire, right? You would not expect any quarterback, rookie quarterback, especially not a first round pick, not Trevor Lawrence to come in and just light the league on fire. He had some really bad games, was very inconsistent. He struggled, and he was unable to protect the football. And I think the growth we saw from that until now, he watched Tyrod Taylor for the couple weeks he was back. He got some playing time. And then he's had, in two and a half games he's played, he's had one interception and got the win. So I I just think when you see, it seems like he's getting the ball up faster. It seems like he is kind of, processing the playbook a little faster, I guess. I mean, you really can tell um, that game against Buffalo, the Texans lost 40 to nothing. He had negative passing yards in the first half. I mean, the team really struggled in that game. And to see the quarterback I watched that day to the quarterback I saw against the Jets, just not doing too much, listening to what the coach they're telling him and protecting the football for the most part. I think that's kind of the growth you've seen in him. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention some of the coaching ties. Obviously, James Campen, who was with the Chargers last year, is on this Houston staff and Pep Hamilton as well. And he is a guy who Justin Herbert has really credited with his development throughout his rookie season. I know I was up in Oregon over the summer at Herbert's golf tournament and Pep came. Pep was there, which was pretty cool. But looking at him specifically, how has maybe he helped Davis Mills's growth over the course of this season? You know, we actually asked David Cully that. Um, a couple of days ago. And he said, they spend so much time together. Yeah. And I think there's just what you were saying about Justin Herbert. Like, I think there's some credibility there. Not that he didn't have credibility before, but I think that you look and when, when you're a rookie quarterback and you see what happened last year and you see what Justin Herbert's doing, obviously there's a lot of talent, a lot of skill there, but I think if you're Davis Mills and you see that and it's just, wow, he can help me get there. He can help me be better. And I think Pep has been um, just instrumental in that growth I was just talking about from when he was starting before Tyrod was hurt until when he replaced Tyrod. So Brandon Cooks, he had two touchdowns in last Sunday's game. Brandon Staley just the other day said he has a ton of respect for Cooks's game. No matter what team he's been on, that respect has always been there. How has that rapport between him and Mills kind of grown? And also, why should he be top of mind for this Chargers defense? Look, you look at the depth, I'll answer your last question first. You look at the depth on the team. There's not a lot of wide receiver depth. And in the middle of the season, we saw the offense kind of struggle with consistency. And I think part of that was teams were taking Brandon Cooks 
out of David. I mean, Davis Mills and Tyra Taylor were not able to find cooks. They were doubling him. Um, teams know how good cooks is. And so I think that if you can take away him, I think it kind of, I, the, the Texans don't have, I guess the talent level to really mm-hmm. open up the offense without him. And I think teams have realized that now he obviously had a big game against the Jaguars and he and Davis Mills have spent so much time together. It, it kind of goes back to that. You know, even during a pandemic year, he talks to us about, oh, after practice, Davis asked if we could, you know, stay and throw some balls, if I could catch some passes from him. And they've really spent a lot of time together. And I think when you have a veteran quarterback, you kind of take for granted. It doesn't take as long to build that chemistry, I think. And that's something Cooks and uh, Tyra Taylor talked about at the beginning of the year. But I think with a rookie, that relationship is so important. And I think that, again, is how, one of the reasons why Davis Mills has been much better in these two and a half games he's played um, to the latter half of the season, just because I think he's had more time with his receivers, specifically cooks. I think that's an interesting point you bring up because so many times you think of the veteran being the quarterback and maybe the rookie or the younger player being the receiver, but the roles are reversed here. And really it has to be a good thing that cooks is sort of imparting that wisdom, even at a different position on a young rookie like Davis mills. Right. Oh yeah. And I mean, you asked the players in this locker room, they really respect Brandon cooks. And it sounds like he's the leader on not this a leader on the offense, but a leader on this team. Mm-hmm. But I think again, like he's, there's also Chris Conley in the wide receiver room. And so I think when you have some of the younger guys, it's important to have those veterans. And I think Davis Mills has, he's talked about how much he's learned from those guys to be able to pick their brains and kind of see it from a different perspective than maybe he would have gotten in college. So flipping to the Texans defense, I read that Houston was down to just three linebackers on the 53 last week, just due to COVID and a bunch of other situations, but they still got the job done. But looking at the defense as a whole, who is maybe a player or maybe a couple of just guys to note for Sunday's game against the chargers. So I'm actually the two, I'll tell you two players. Now I'm not even positive. They will play Jonathan Goddard is on the COVID list Mm -hmm. and Justin Reed did not play last week with a concussion. Um, David Culley said we'll know more as the week goes on. I have a feeling we'll kind of find out Wednesday or Thursday. But those two, I think, are just impact players on the defense that doesn't have that many. They have yeah. a lot of veteran players, a lot of guys signed to one-year deals. But I look at Justin Reed, who is going to be a free agent after the season. Um, he's When we talk about the leaders in the locker room, he's one of them. And Jonathan Grenard is in his second year. He was inactive for the first. He was a healthy scratch for the first two weeks of the season. And then he, I went through a stretch where I think he had seven sacks in seven games. And so he's a guy that I think if you're game planning, you look at this defense and yeah, maybe there's not as much talent. This is a three win team, but I think you look at him and you say, okay, that's a guy we've got to be prepared for. And then lastly, Sarah, before I let you go, maybe what's a factor or factors that you could see deciding how this game pans out? I think it's, it goes back to Davis most protecting the football. I mean, it's something, you know, every coach I've ever covered has said that, right? You don't win the, if you don't win the takeaway battle, you're not going to win the game. Right. But I think with a rookie quarterback, it's so important. And especially because I think it just has to do with his confidence levels too. I think you notice a difference when he goes the first half, doesn't turn the ball over. He's maybe making throws a little further downfield. You can see the Tim Kelly, the offensive coordinator, maybe loosen the reins a little bit because he has that trust in Davis Mills. And so I think if he can, they don't make him do so much. So I think if he can protect the football and do exactly what the coaching staff has asked him to, which is something that David Culley said that Mills was able to do against the Jaguars. I think that's going to be the key because the Texans have, the Texans know this season that if they can't do that, they're not going to win the game. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your insight on this game and this opponent. We really appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for it. It was great to talk to you. Thanks for having me on.